Oh, yes, my fine feathered friends. It is I, Zach Neal. How you guys doing? Apologies that I haven't been up on the podcast in, uh, I don't know, almost two weeks now. You guys know, you know, I'm not just a bullshit podcaster. Uh, I'm a working businessman. And so all of the shit that I'm trying to tell you guys and the experiences that I'm sharing with you and the advice I'm giving, it's coming in real time because I'm a working stiff. (laughs) I'm out grinding just like you guys are and uh, working my ass off. So sometimes I get busy with projects and my business and I just don't have the half hour or hour a day to put together a podcast. And especially when I'm not traveling a lot, I've been very, very cooped up the last uh, two weeks. I spent a whole week basically in Kingston, Pennsylvania, where I'm opening a new um, Steamy Hollows coffee shop with a great friend of mine, Josh Balls, uh, from the band Motionless and White, formerly of the band Motionless and White, but somebody from my past that I used to be his manager. Uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit today, but uh, super stoked about that. But then I spent this past week literally eight to 10 hours a day in my office working on proposals for my marketing and media division of my company for uh, a movie company that we are going into business with doing the handling the marketing and um, brand awareness campaigns for this movie company and some of their properties and uh, working on just all kinds of crazy shit getting my office reorganized and proposals and paperwork and moving one of my restaurants and insanity so I apologize I haven't been able to be up on the podcast so what I'm going to share Um, today is a little rant that I did um, when I was recording the podcast. And uh, I think you're really going to like it. It's called Don't Be a Prick. (laughs) And ironically enough, I thought of it because I had recorded it a little bit ago and I remembered that uh, I had recorded it and I had this thing that I saw at a Michael's craft store. It's a little cactus and it says, Don't Be a Prick. And I bought that for my office today and hung it on the wall as a reminder of what I'm going to talk about. But it's super powerful. Actually, it's really good rant about, um, well, fuck it. Just listen to it. I don't need to tell you what it's about. You're going to love it. Check it out. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Zach Neal. How you doing? So listen, I'm going to rant a little today about not being a prick. So we're just going to call this little rant simply don't be a prick. I want to start by talking about how people get confused about what it means to be a prick. Now, when you say prick, it's the same thing as saying don't be a dick or don't be an asshole. Same shit, right? When people say don't be a prick or think you're being a prick, a lot of times people confuse telling the truth with being a prick. And I want to I want to get rid of that misnomer right now and nip that in the bud. Here's the reality. There's no such thing as being a prick if you're telling the truth, unless, here it is, the big if, unless the truth 
that you are telling is an unnecessary or unasked for, unrequested truth. I'll give you a perfect example. A fat person, right? They know they're fat. Someone who's overweight knows they're overweight. A fat person that you do not know sitting in a restaurant, if you walk up to them and tell them that they are fat without them asking you for your opinion, you're being a prick. It's an unnecessary truth. Clearly, they know they're fat. Everyone that sees them knows they're fat. They know they're fat. Even though it's the truth, it doesn't need to be spoken. It's an unnecessary and unrequested truth. So you're just being a prick. Same scenario, a person who you don't know, a stranger that's overweight comes up to you and says, could you give me an honest assessment of what you think my body looks like? Do you find me attractive, unattractive? What do you think? Do I look healthy in shape? And if you just simply responded, you're fat, you're overweight, not being a prick in any way, shape, or form. Just telling the truth, okay? It's always good to tell the truth. But again, caveat, before I jump into all this and explain why I'm even talking about this, unnecessary truths are truths that just, like like the example I used for the fat person, doesn't fucking matter, no reason to say it. It's mean in spirit and unnecessary and unrequested truths. Like when something's none of your fucking business, no one asks your opinion and your quote-unquote truth isn't really going to change the situation or like save a life or something, then you're just being a fucking prick. Here's why this matters, okay? Because we have aggression and honesty, which are two things that I am, two things that are a big part of my personality profile. I'm very aggressive, okay? And I'm also very honest when it comes to how I address people or being upfront in business or personal situations. I'm really not afraid to tell people how I really feel or how the situation really is. A lot of people are very uncomfortable with that part of my personality. When I get that way, it does sometimes tend to make people get very uncomfortable. I can see their skin crawling because I'm sometimes tackling what they think are really horrible truths and you would be surprised how well people take to it. You'd be really surprised how much many people really respect being told the truth because They can grow. It's constructive. I also think that people that know me, they know that when I'm being that way with them, that it's coming from a place of love, admiration, of help. It's not coming from a negative place where I'm trying to hurt or be, uh, you know, destructive with them. It's coming from a constructive kind of place. But anyway, when you are being honest, right, and aggressive, that is not necessarily prick material. What makes you a prick, in my opinion, and I think that you will agree with this once you hear me out, is passive aggression is the dickiest, prickiest, assholish way you can possibly be. Passive aggressive people are the fucking worst. I can't stand passive aggressive people. Do you want to know why? Because you never fucking know where you stand with a passive aggressive person. You never know what they're really thinking because they're quiet. They're the sneaks of the world. These are the fucking liars, the cheaters, the snakes and the sneaks of the world are the passive aggressive because they don't have the fucking balls to speak up and say what's really on their mind. They don't possess the fucking backbone, right? They don't have the fucking spine to own their shit and to be confrontational and to actually be a fucking adult and just say, speak their mind, speak their truth. So they act like everything's okay. They sneak around behind your back and they act like everything is just fine. And then when you least expect it, they, they perform some sort of quiet retaliation against you that you don't even know that you're being retaliated against and for what you might have even done to be retaliated against. You don't even know this, 
but it's just all of a sudden happening to you because this person had had a whole private emotional meltdown over something that had to do with you and you were never aware of it. It goes like this. You say something at work that rubs Jeff the wrong way. This is just Jeff for purposes of the fucking analogy, okay? Whatever Jeffs are out there listening, you're all good, guys. You say something at work and it rubs Jeff the wrong way and he gets offended by it. But Jeff doesn't say that he's offended by it to you. He doesn't let on in any way, shape, or form that he's offended. He just continues on his way as if everything is fine. Doesn't even make mention that he's been offended, but he is offended. So when you leave work, Jeff goes home and he's brooding about what you said. He's starting to get mad about it. He starts going, well, that fucking prick said this about me or said that about me or said this. I didn't appreciate that. He said that anyone that works in finance are math nerds. And, you know, I work in finance and I'm sick of him. What do you think? He's cooler than everybody. Whatever it might be. I'm just giving you analogies, right? I'm trying to build a little picture here. The guy broods over it and broods over it and broods over it, right? A couple days go by, he's still brooding. He's told no one how he feels. If you knew that you had offended Jeff, you're the kind of person you would have just apologized. Be like, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean anything offensive by that. I was just like kidding around. But Jeff won't say anything to you because Jeff's a fucking pussy. So Jeff will just harbor this shit and harbor this shit. And here comes an opportunity for him to slight you. A few days later... You leave your your snack pack unattended in the fridge and Jeff eats it. Or Jeff knows that you're going to go, you know, use the men's room right after you. So he pisses all over the toilet seat. Or there's there's an opportunity for Jeff to talk a little bad about you to the boss or shine a bad light on some of your work. And he takes that opportunity to do it because in his mind, Jeff is retaliating against you for some wrong he feels you've done to him. But here's the fucked up part about it. You're not even aware that you're in a tiff with Jeff because he's one of these passive aggressive pieces of shit. So when I say don't be a prick, and what I mean is don't be a passive aggressive person because passive aggression is complete nonsense. Now let me tell you a little bit about my personality, okay? Let me tell you about how I deal with my coworkers, my business partners, my friends, and how sometimes people are rubbed the wrong way by me or they find me a little bit abrasive, but in the long run it has always served me to be the way that I am and here's why you always know where you stand with me you never have to wonder if I am mad at you you know it I make it very clear and I tell you now I sometimes sit on it for a couple days that is not because I'm being passive-aggressive it's because sometimes I want to think before I speak sometimes I don't want to be reactionary so sometimes if I get good and mad especially if the relationship matters to me If I care about the person that I'm pissed off at, if it's someone that's in my close inner circle, nine nine times out of 10, you better believe that I am going to most definitely sit on that for a couple days and think it over. I'm gonna take some time to really decide how I wanna react and even if I wanna say anything, because sometimes, as they say, cooler heads prevail, sometimes I think about things for a day or two and like, you know, I get a cool off a little bit and I'm not heated anymore. And I kind of realize, like, I don't think this is really worth uh, doing anything over having a conversation that could potentially damage the relationship. And I just move on. But the bottom line is when I'm upset with you, you are aware of it. You know it. I make it known to you. I will have that conversation and be uncomfortable right to the point. Hey, the other day we were in the office. We were on a conference call with a client 
You interrupted me and cut me off when I was in the middle of talking about something important to interject with your two cents. And by the way, your two cents were on, they weren't requested. I didn't ask you for them. The client didn't ask you for them. And what you had to say actually took focus away from the point of the conversation. It was distracting. Do me a favor. If you want to be in my business meetings, keep your fucking mouth shut and don't speak unless you're spoken to or you're called upon. It's not your meeting. It's not your time to lead the meeting. Please keep your mouth shut. This is something that's pretty common that I would say to, to someone that I work with or one of my partners. This is not out of character for me. This is, this is my character, right? But it would be warranted. Something like that would be in reaction to, I can tell you honestly that I had a situation recently where I took a good portion of my team into a meeting um, with a high up hotel owner looking to do some new business with a hotel chain. And one of my uh, staff, spoke out of school and started talking about things that were off topic that were definitely not appropriate criteria for the meeting we were having that kind of made us look a little foolish it was like an embarrassing moment for me and when we got out of that meeting I reamed that person I, I got not in an asshole like yell and scream and just in an honest dialogue where I said look you fucked up in that meeting you don't need to like no one needs you to make conversation you're not the the entertainment of the room we need you to be quiet and listen and be observant to the room and only speak when you can add value. If you can't add value, if the thing that's about to come out of your mouth doesn't add value to the relationship and doesn't somehow enhance what it is we're trying to do at that moment, then don't fucking say anything. Don't try to be funny or crack jokes or be personal. Like We don't need that. We need you to just observe and add value. And so you would think that maybe the person's feelings would be hurt. Not at all. They thanked me for being honest with them and said, yeah, you know, I'm still getting the, I'm still getting the hang of these like meetings, you know, these types of meetings. I'm still trying to like pick up the, you know, the dialogue and like the tone of the meeting. So I appreciate the feedback and like in the future, like I won't, you know, I won't feel like sometimes I feel like maybe I should be talking and I won't feel that way now. So that, that's a common way. So someone else might've heard that and thought you're being a prick or I'm not, I'm just being honest and I'm being honest for a constructive way. That type of what happened, that specific situation can't happen again because things like that, luckily it didn't cost us the deal, but in the future, behavior like that could cost our company deals and money and jobs. And so it needed to be addressed. And there's no point in like some people say, oh, your bedside manner could be better. You, your delivery could be softer. Like what good am I doing you to give you a soft delivery? When my kids are bad, they misbehave. I don't give them a soft delivery. I tell them exactly how it is. You were wrong. You did the wrong thing. You should be ashamed of yourself. Now here's your punishment. I don't want to hear you crying. I don't want to hear you earned this. You did this to yourself. You, you, there's no point in, in candy coating or sugar coating uh, any of this type of stuff. There's There really is no reason to do it because it's not helping you. If, if I candy coat something or sugar coat something, it's not helping you. It, it's not making progress and it, it just what to make you feel better like th this is not a feel better situation this is we're talking about business situations or personal situations that are that warrant a conversation if it warrants a conversation it's probably pretty serious right because not everything warrants conversation like what i watched on tv last night doesn't warrant a conversation right it doesn't you don't have to talk about that so if it warrants a conversation it's probably pretty important if it's pretty important it should be taken seriously so moving on from that so that's one way that i'm very straightforward and then the other part is uh i'm very aggressive 
I'm very aggressive with the things that I want. I'm not going to hold back on getting something that I want. I'm going to be, I'm going to keep calling, keep harassing, keep emailing, keep text messaging, stay on top of people. Uh, and when I don't get my way, I'm going to be pissed. Absolutely. I'm going to be fucking aggressively angry. I'm super pissed today at these fucking real estate agents in Los Angeles that they don't understand what a New York minute is. That's for damn sure. They're taking their sweet time. I need to close this real estate deal because I have to have a restaurant of mine in a new home within like three weeks from now. I need a new location for one of my restaurants. And uh, I've got very limited time and I'm under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress and I found a space and I wanna do a deal on it. I wanna sign a lease. And these fucking real estate agents are dicking around and I'm trying to get a call uh, together with the property owner and they're saying, you know, maybe Monday and like that's five days from now, like just crazy slow shit. And so I'm all mad because I'm like, you guys have never heard of a New York minute. You've never heard of like hustling, huh? Like that, that word doesn't mean anything to you. Like this is not hustle. We could have, you could have closed this real estate deal in two hours today and been cashing your commission checks by tomorrow, but like everybody is slow. So, but I get aggressive with them. I email these guys. I'm like, listen, guys, why are you breaking my balls here? I want you have a space that you're trying to lease. I want to lease your space and I'm going to give you the money we agreed to. I'm going to write you a check tomorrow for like $75,000. Why don't we cut to the fucking chase, get on the phone, get the property owner on and close this deal up? Why, why are we like dicking around with this? A lot of people think that type of aggression is being a prick. It's not. It's just being forward. So here's the thing to remember about what I'm describing. I'm aggressive and I'm forward and I'm honest. So what does that mean? That means that you're always going to know where you stand with me. What I want will be right on the surface. I will flat out say what I want to you. Okay, here, here I am. This is what I want. So you'll get that from me. So that's great. You will also get from me the truth. If you ask me a question, I will not tell you a lie. If you ask me something very specific or personal, how am I doing at work? Is the job I'm doing satisfactory? Are you happy with my work? See, a lot of people, my team never ask me that. They fucking know better. They won't ask me that. My staff will not ask me if they're doing a good job because a lot of times they might be afraid that the truth on the other end of the phone or the text or the in-person conversation might be, no, actually, you're not. You're doing a shit job and I'm just waiting for you to get your shit together so I can try to remember why it is I pay you in the first place. Like, that's the kind of reaction you'll get if you're not. But if you are doing a good job, <coughs> remember, the truth's not always negative. Sometimes, and most of the times in my life, the truth is, truth is overwhelmingly positive. Like, how am I doing? You're doing a fucking great job. I'm super proud of you. Like, you're kicking ass. It goes both ways. But you always know where you stand with me. You never have to wonder if you're mad at me. My intentions are right on the table. So you always know what I want. I'm going to tell you flat out what I want out of the relationship, what I want out of you. I'm going to be upfront about that. And my emotions are right on my sleeve. So you can tell that like no passive aggression. You can tell the tone of the room. My voice will change. I'll raise my voice. I'll, I'm a yeller sometimes. I, I get angry. I'm very passionate about what I do, but you always know where you stand with me. And it's not like I walk around being a brooding prick. I'm a super nice dude. Like I give you the shirt off my back. I love people. I buy you a drink. We'll hang out. We'll have a hug, a handshake, whatever. I love people and, and I love being around people. I'm not a, like a brooding monster. I'm just 100% forward with how I feel. I'm emotionally forward. I'm emotionally overt with like, if I'm in a bad mood, you're going to know. And if you are on my shit list, 
Believe me, you're not gonna have to ask me. I'm gonna tell you, you're on my fucking shit list. That's how it is. So that's not being a prick, okay? Being a prick is being passive aggressive. We talked about this, I'm not gonna go through all of it again. Don't be passive aggressive. It is the biggest fucking buzzkill in business and personal lives and all these other things. People like to know where they stand, believe me. Tell the truth, be honest. You don't look, you don't have to go out of your way to be mean and tell harsh truths all the time. Some people use that as an excuse and they'll say like, hey, I'm just being honest. Yeah, but sometimes being honest is, is being done intentionally to be detrimental or, or harmful. And that's another form of passive aggression. The truth that I tell is the truth that matters. It's the truth when it actually affects my bottom line or my business or my relationships or friendships, then I will tell the truth. No matter how hard that truth is, it's a truth that's, if it's necessary, like I said, if it warrants a conversation, it's probably pretty serious and it's deserving of a truthful response. All right, guys, that's it for today. Don't be a fucking prick. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Stay in touch. Follow me on all social media at The Real Zach Neal. Talk again real soon. See ya.